Hiring? With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, and you can do it all with a single click. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash golf. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash I-E-Y-E on golf. And welcome back to the First Cut Podcast here on CBS Sports with Kyle Porter. I'm Chip Patterson, the host. That's Kyle Porter, our senior golf writer here at CBS Sports. Kyle, we are one podcast into this, and they haven't canceled us yet, so I've got to consider that a win, right? Yeah, it's great. We got an iTunes link and everything. iTunes approved us. That's That might be the most stunning part out of all of this. Our, uh, our sponsor's <laughs> exemption to iTunes has, has worked out and come through. Just really yeah, we, thankful to all the people at Apple for making that happen. We, we chased Kepka into uh, into iTunes, so that was uh, that was fun. Now, it, it's, uh, yeah, second podcast. First one was a lot of fun. Um, I think people people had some fun with it on Twitter. Uh I, I put out a uh, I had to I had to put out a statement clarifying that that I that there are several good uh, if not great podcasts right. out there so uh, so yeah we had some fun with it and uh, looking forward to the rest of the of the year hey we're not trying to uh, we're not trying to steal anything from any of the many <laughs> fine podcasts we're trying to carve out our own lane here you know exactly we're trying exactly. to work work our way around the course you know just re- really 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 find our style here. <laughs> Uh, well, you mentioned Chase Kepka. Chase Kepka, by like we said earlier in the week, by dodging a lot of bullets thanks to a lot of missed putts, uh, he earned a spot in this week's Wells Fargo Championship, which will be held at Eagle Point, not Quail Hollow. Uh, normally, I guess this event started was it like early two thousands, like two thousand three. Yeah, and, and it's had some really great winners over the year. I mean, if you look down the list, I, I think uh, I know Rory's won it twice. Ricky, uh, Ricky, I think Tiger won it. Um, Anthony Kim won it. What's up, AK? <laughs> that's a that's a name I haven't heard in a hot minute. Um, uh, I think I think Phil might have won it. I mean, it's it's got like a who's who list of winners. So it um, also it also has Quail Hollow, the site that will be the um, will be the PGA Championship in August, which is why this is uh, being moved. It also has uh, one of the finest um, prank stories where the golf cart was stolen and it wound up being parked at Selwyn Bar later that <laughs> night. So somebody, a, a a rowdy attendee at the Quail Hollow, uh, somehow made out with the golf cart and took the golf cart all the way to the bar, which is just really I, fantastic work. I thought that was like the beginning of a uh, a Robert Allenby joke or something <laughs> no. from, from Hawaii. And the cops were not called. <laughs> uh, uh, Phil, Phil, by the way, did not win this. Jim Furyk, Vijay Singh, Tiger, Anthony Kim, Rory twice, Ricky, and uh, the very well known Derek Ernst won it in 2013 when he beat uh, David Lynn in a playoff. That was one of the, uh, maybe the all time, it might've been one of the worst uh, tournament endings in the last 10 years. Well, surprise tournament endings in the Wells Fargo last year when Ricky Fowler, Rory McIlroy and Justin Rose are all up in the top five, but your boy James Hahn ends up coming out as the winner. James Hahn. I forgot about that. And I forgot about, um, JB Holmes won in it back in 2014. I think that was at the kind of the beginning of the renaissance of of uh, kind of the second half of his career. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a tournament that has produced some 
some really good winners over the year. I think the surprising thing for me this year is the field is not as great as it as it usually is. Uh, I think part of that might be because of the change in venue. Uh, but then the other part, and people have been talking about this, is just the fact that the Zurich Classic had a much better field than it usually does. And you saw, I think, seven of the top ten in the world playing that. And as a result, guys don't want to play two or three weeks in a row leading up to the Players' Championship next week. So a little bit disappointing in terms of that. But what what do you know about, because um, you're kind of in that area, what do you know about Eagle Point? Have you played it? Do you know people that have played it? Everything I've seen and heard has been like, guys are just raving about this course. It's absolutely majestic. I have not gotten a chance to play it myself, but the where it is located is uh, a little bit removed. Um, and like, like the, the fan experience will probably involve a little more shuttling. A lot of golf, you know, golf tournaments definitely involve that. Cause it's not like you can park behind the 18th green at a, <laughs> you know, major tournament, but it is, uh, you're, you're going to have to go across some of the, the low lying land, which is again, like marshes and beautiful Eastern North Carolina, coastal North Carolina, uh, terrain. And then when you get onto the course and when you get around Eagle point golf club, uh, it's, it's a lot of that same stuff. I mean, just a lot of pretty water. Um, I, I think that the, the thing that has given me the most pride as a, as a North Carolinian is that some of, uh, the golfers who've gotten down there for the practice rounds have been raving about it and that, you know, you see them on Twitter and Instagram and they're talking about what a great course it is. And like, like I'm expecting web, like web is a member at quail hollow and Eagle point. Yeah. And this yeah. is like his, like, this is one of his like fun, like golf buddy vacation spots. And so right. of course he's going to be somebody who's, uh, very comfortable, confident and a good spokesperson for the championship. But uh, but to see somebody like a like a Kevin Na, for example, getting out here and and boasting about it, I was like, oh, all right, nice. They like it. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard I've heard the A word thrown around. I've heard I've heard the Augusta word thrown around in terms of um, just the the comparison to what the course p- plays like and looks like and feels like. And you know, for me, I always go to uh, so there's a guy in turn named Zach Blair, and he is a I think I think he would take it as a compliment for me to call him just an architecture nerd, just nerds out on golf architecture. Nice. And so I always go to his Twitter feed to see like, you know, what what courses he likes and doesn't like. And he's working on building his own course. He's um, yeah. So, so and all that to say, like his his feed this week has been very complimentary of uh, of the course at Eagle Point. So I, I'm excited to see it. It's fun to see courses that you've not seen yet on the PGA tour. Um, and then to have quail hollow, uh, later on in the year will be, will be a lot of fun at the PGA. Um, well the, the field does include, uh, some, some faces familiar to the Carolinas, whether it's <clears throat> <laughs> Jesson Headley, Harold Varner, the third, Carl Peterson, William McGirt, Webb Simpson, Davis love, the third bill Haas, Brendan Todd, Kevin Streelman, all with ties through high school or college, but the number one name, the thing that will bring the entire golf world, uh, to feast their attention on Eagle point in the Wells Fargo championship is that the, the world number one is back. Kyle DJ's yep. back. He's back, and I think he's still going for four for four straight PGA Tour wins. Uh, he didn't actually play in the Masters, and he had won, uh, obviously, the, the Genesis Open and then the two WGCs leading up to the Masters was going for number four there. So he'll go for number four this week, and, I mean, it, here's the thing. 
for me, Chip, is when you're playing a new course like this, like a, a course that has not been used for any other professional event, I tend to lean towards like who, just who's the most talented guy in the field, you know? Yeah. And that's obviously DJ. You've got John Rahm, Adam Scott, but pretty clearly it's DJ just the way he's playing this year. And I, I just think that when you combine it with the fact that people are saying it sets up a little like Augusta where he's had success and the fact that nobody else has ever seen it, uh, it just uh, it's it's difficult for me unless he's got some lingering back issues. It's difficult for for me to see him not playing pretty well this week. The uh, you mentioned a couple of those other names in there. Uh, Adam Scott will be there. John Rahm, Phil Mickelson, um, Webb Simpson. Who's when you're when you're looking at the field in general? Uh, I know that this is one thing you always do on the dot com side. I I don't have your preview pulled up right now, but listeners who are listening to this uh, will be able to check out uh, Kyle's full expert picks and previews. Like, what's 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 your rating and grade for the field? Uh, you just you know you hinted earlier that it's maybe not even the the normal Wells Fargo field because of the change in venue and because of the way things went with the Zurich. But is this you think this is still something that is uh, that that brings that brings some enough star power for the event? Yeah, I've got it as a B minus field. I, I think DJ kind of takes it out of the C range. It could be a C field without him. Um, but I, I mean, people are. I think people are still sort of. Uh, it feels like John Rahm's still a little under the radar. Like he's a, he's a star. Like he's a, he's not even a star. He's a superstar. You know, he he almost won Mexico. He almost won uh, the uh, the match play in Austin. He did win Tory Pines. I mean, he's twenty. What is he? Twenty two, twenty one years old. Yeah. And he's just he's he, it, for me. I look at pedigrees with guys. His pedigree. He's the he's the longest ranked number one amateur in the world uh, when he was at Arizona State. He almost won the Phoenix Open while he was in college. He's just he's got superstar written on him everywhere you can you can have superstar written on you and. Uh, I, I th- but I, but I do think that he f- still flies a little bit under the radar. So he's in it. I'm excited about that. Phil being in a field is always fun. Um, so you've got some, you've got some good names. It's just, uh, it, you're missing the, you know, like when it's played at Quill Hollow, it's basically the Rory McIlroy invitational. So you're missing the Rory's, the Ricky's that, that usually play Quill Hollow, um, kind of as prep work for the players championship. But DJ be, being there sort of, sort of elevates it brings it out of being what could be a kind of a really bad field if he wasn't there was it two was it 2015 when rory dropped like 22 under in this tournament it was 2015 he finished at 21 under and i think he shot a 62 or 61 on saturday just and he was out of his mind uh, patrick rogers and webb simpson tied for second that year and they both finished seven behind Rory when you're uh, looking beyond some of those big names that you've mentioned uh, a couple that a couple of players that have played well recently and given the strength of the field they are actually near the top of the odds board uh, Paul Casey Kevin Kisner uh, Kisner yeah. of course uh, just recently coming off that playoff loss on Monday Paul Casey played really well at the Masters um, what, what are we expecting from sort of that next tier of players uh, below the stars? You know, and you mentioned this a little bit on Monday, but it, 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 those are both guys. And you said this about Kisner, but he feels like a guy who's like always in the top. So 10, but he close just, to breaking through. Yeah, but he just doesn't win. And, and I feel the same about Paul Casey. I think Paul Casey's got 
I hope I don't get this wrong. I think he's got two wins in about 210 PGA Tour starts. And he was one of my sleepers at the Masters. He, he's played so well there the last three or four years. But he just, for whatever reason, on the PGA Tour has not won as much as you would probably expect somebody of his talent to win. So, yes, I would expect both those guys to be there. But I, it's it's hard uh, to pull the trigger on on picking one of those to, to, to win the golf tournament. The the winning at this golf tournament. What what do you think? Uh, if it's getting the Augusta like comparisons, um, where is going to be? Like, have you gotten a chance to check any out any of the the flyovers? I've tried to do some of them, and I'm I feel like I'm going in as blind as some of the golfers here because I again I've got a <laughs> lot of friends that have played Eagle Point, but I haven't actually gotten to get in there and see it with my own eyes. I've only gotten to. Uh, experience it from a distance you know michael jordan called me once to invite me but it was a missed call and so it was just like a huge (laughs) bummer you know that i missed out on that opportunity to be the fourth in his group and lose all my money you're grinding on some like college football power rankings or yeah no exactly i was trying to rate uh, who's the top five college football coaches of the year of the century or something (laughs) (laughs) no in in terms of the course i i I do think it's going to play out a lot like augusta which as we saw this year is just Ball strikers, ball strikers, ball strikers. But you know, uh, I, I was reading what what uh, Webb Simpson was talking about on Tuesday, and that was the fact that the greens are um, very undulated, very very Augusta like. Again, you know, I, I don't know if they I don't know if they modeled this course after Augusta, but it sounds like it it sort of turned out that way, maybe unintentionally. Um, and he said, you can you know, it, it's very easy to to putt balls off the green here to lose chips that you don't hit far enough onto the green back, you know, they'll roll back to your feet or whatever. So, um, I, I think it's, it's going to be somebody who hits the ball, hits the strikes the ball well, and then is just able to manage things around the green. That was, if you look back at, look at what Sergio did at Augusta this year. I don't think he had any three putts throughout the entire week. And so it's not that he was the best putter in the field, but it was that he didn't hurt himself when he when he had a great ball striking week you know he just he managed himself well, he around was, the green. yeah he was bogey free for uh what like a round and a half yeah it was like 21 straight holes or something like 26 i don't know something like that um so i think it's going to be pretty similar this week um okay before we d- jump into the mailbag and before we pay some bills we need to get your expert picks for this uh we'll begin with your top 10 lock yeah, I've got DJ. Just going back to the best player in the field thing. Uh, you know, it's it's different if you're talking about a players championship where you've got everybody in the top ten. But he's, uh, I think, one of only two or three in the top ten this week. So he's just that much better. And I would be surprised if he didn't play well. Yeah, and the uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina, not that far from the uh, sort of northern South Carolina coast. So. DJ, I, yeah. I'm I'm positive, DJ's uh DJ's been around in the area at some point. Um, all right, before we get to winner, what about a sleeper pick? This is one um where uh, we had a mailbag question about this, and eventually here on the First Cut podcast, I'm sure we will get into a little bit more of the 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 fantasy angle. But just for this particular Wells Fargo Championship, where's your where are your eyes going when you're looking for a potential sleeper in the field that might be able to make some noise? Yeah, I've got uh, Francesco Molinari. Ooh. Uh, he's yeah, the fine Molinaris, as as uh, our friend Tron Carter calls them. But um, he uh, 
he's had a really kind of sneaky under the radar good year. He's got three top tens, eight top twenty fives. And and here's the thing that I looked at. He is number thirteen on the PGA tour in strokes gained from T to green. Um, and so when you look at this field, it's not the strongest field that, that easily puts him in, in the top 10. If not, I, I haven't looked at every single player in the field, but if not in the top five. And, and so I, I just think the way he's been striking the ball this year, um, I like him at, he, he's 50 to one, which seems a little high. So I, I, I liked that number and, and I like him to play well. All right. And, uh, and your winner for the Wells Fargo. Uh, I went with Webb Simpson. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a it's kind of a homer pick. I like Webb. He's uh, he's he's a good dude. He's been great to me, and and uh, we've we've kind of built a, a little bit of a, a professional relationship. But uh, home game for him. He's a, obviously a member there, like you said. And um, it, it would he, he's played well this year. You know, he's top forty in the FedEx Cup. Almost won in in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's I think he struggled. Uh, in the past two or three years, but he's he's been playing better this year, and uh, it would be cool to see him get a win in in his hometown of sorts. He was ro- was it is it Phoenix where he was rolling until Sunday, like played really well Friday Saturday and was in the mix, and then well he he lost in in the playoff there to uh, oh, to Hideki. Um, oh, I think yeah. they went two or three play. That was like. That was like going into the first quarter of the Super Bowl, and everybody's just like, "Please end this. This is, <laughs> this is brutal. I want to watch the Super Bowl." But uh, yeah, he ended up losing there, and I think it was the third playoff. Hole. No, yeah, not in uh, not in Raleigh, North Carolina. I was at a, uh, a f- I was at a friend's house who went to Wake Forest, and a bunch of other Wake Forest kids are there, and there was a second <laughs> TV on. There was a there was there was a lot of uh, Broughton High School Wake Forest people rooting for Webb Simpson instead of caring about the national, the star spangled banner of the Super Bowl for sure. How f- I was going to ask you this. How far is, is uh, Eagle point from, you might not even know this, but do you know how far Eagle point is from quail hollow? Like from where he lives? About three. All right. So, uh, from like, I'm in Raleigh and like, that's where Broughton. Yeah. Like I went to Broughton. Webb went to Broughton and Raleigh to Wilmington is about two hours. Raleigh to Charlotte's about three hours. Charlotte to Wilmington, because you kind of cut across the bottom part of the state is about three hours, even though you're sort of traveling the entire length of the state. So, okay. I mean, in, like for the most part, everybody is about three, three and a half hours from each other in the state of North Carolina. Gotcha. I was thinking it was closer than that, but yeah, that, that makes sense. It's still an afternoon car ride, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not that bad. Not that bad for, uh, not that bad for, uh, an exceptional golf course that is getting the Augusta like treatment. I like how you yeah. called it the A word. Yeah. The A word. Absolutely. All right. So we got Webb Simpson. He's 28 to one on the odds and he is Kyle's pick for the winner. Now, are you hiring? Because If you are, you might not know where to post your job to find the best candidates, but posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites, and now you can with ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or any industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy easy to use interface. No more juggling emails or calls to the office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. And right now, our listeners, our listeners, that's you, can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash I on golf. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash I-E-Y-E on golf. 
One more time, try it for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash I on golf. So in case you're needing to hire anybody, Kyle, you've already hired a podcast host, <laughs> which, which gets us right into uh, our mailbag. Thank you so much to all of you who uh, reached out on Twitter. Kyle is at Kyle Porter CBS. I am at Chip underscore Patterson. Um, you know, the, the first one mailbag question was, uh, so are you the host of the new podcast or are you the permanent guest? Jeff on Twitter asks, uh, Kyle, I think that the answer is that you're the superstar and I'm your caddy. I think that I need to, speaking of hiring, I think I need to hire somebody to write my Twitter jokes from now on. Uh, cause <laughs> the, the one I wrote earlier this week did, did not go over well. Um, yeah, I know I would, I would call myself, uh, the, the permanent guest. Um, it's kind of like the, the member guest, but you always invite the same guy. I th- um, no, I, I think I think you I think you were the golfer and I'm the caddy. I'm just here. I'm just here to uh, to to keep the book for you and you know just to keep you in a good headspace and, and let you know that man, not that's the club. You got this. I, well, yeah, I, I want you to I want you to um, I want you to Ted Scott it for me with okay. Bubba. I want you to. I mean, I might need you to tee it up for me sometimes. I might need you to hold the umbrella over the ball when it's raining for me. Um, so yeah, we're, we're I, I won't I won't get on to you like Bubba does to Ted, Dude. but there there might be some things that you're not prepared for. for. Speak, yeah, speaking of other other golf podcasts and many of your friends and uh, people that I am fans of, just as a golf fan, but the the pray for Ted Scott jokes are good. Yes, yeah, there <laughs> there uh, may or may not be T-shirts in that future. So oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, another friend, uh, Brendan, asks on Twitter, "Will DJ get through Wednesday afternoon unscathed?" <laughs> Kyle, I I hope so. Uh, yeah, the the Masters thing, you know, there's a lot of a lot of sliding into to DMs of of people on that Wednesday evening after after DJ got hurt. I tend I tend to side on on the idea that uh, what he said happened actually happened, um, but who knows what what did happen? I I I, I think that uh, it was weird though. Like think about just the idea of having this back injury that only lasts a couple of days or like maybe a week, but it's so bad that you can't play in in the premier tournament of the year. Um, just kind of a I don't know, really really a weird deal and kind of a hopefully just a freak one-time thing but i'm excited to watch him this week at a at a course like this and the way he's been playing i'm 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 pretty fired up for it uh, you know what i think i think that it, i don't i think that whatever happened might not have been exactly as it was told <laughs> but 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 it wasn't necessarily like anything horrific or scandalous right it was just maybe a little embarrassing because I just think when, like, because you've got the sponsors involved, right? Because the first, yeah. the the people that are going to be the most disappointed and upset if a golfer pulls out of a tournament are going to be the sponsors, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I, the problem here is that like, so you got to have a good, like, you got to have a good reason <laughs> for why your sponsors' logos are not going to be on CBS on Sunday in Augusta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem here is that like the go-to excuse like when something happens is oh i fell down the stairs like right like if if you if you have like a like an alibi like that's always it like it's it's almost like a uh, 
like a template. Like you just pick that template. <laughs> and, and you're like, wait a second. If that's actually what happened, and especially to somebody like DJ, it's just um, – it would be very humorous, uh, and I don't, I, I don't know if it'd be ironic, but it would be it would be pretty hilarious. I came back home in high school with a bloodied up foot, and I said that I had just stubbed my toe on the curb, and my parents were like, ah, "Not that hard, sir." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's another template. Stub stub my foot on the door. The oh curb yeah, yeah, or tripped and fell. Yeah, I yeah. yeah the he was, but he was like, oh, you know, I'm just trying to be a good dad. You know, I'm just you know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to take a take the car out. Um, once you once you throw your kids or like your your dadhood into it, people it's harder for people to question. So right. That was a that was a savvy move. I don't think that was a, a I don't think that was his call, but that was a that was a very savvy move by his team. Somebody somebody in his in DJ's team is getting real good at this. Is what we yeah. learned. Uh, all right, from the double bogeyman on Twitter. Should more majors be held at proven tour courses like Quail Hollow instead of lesser known tracks like Chambers Bay or Aaron Hills? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not deep in the in the golf architecture world like some other people. Um I I don't I don't mind them taking chances uh with with, with courses like Chambers Bay and, and Aaron Hill excuse me, Aaron Hills. Um Quail Hollow is it's fine, but it doesn't. Have you played Quail Hollow? I have not. I've been out there. I've been out there as a fan or as a patron, excuse me. But I have not. Uh, I've not gotten a chance to play it. <laughs> Slip that patron in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's just it doesn't seem unique to me. Um, and maybe it is. I, I, I've not been out there, but I like the uniqueness of a Chambers Bay or, or an Aaron Hills. Uh, I, I do think that they're, it gets a little goofy and tricked up and kind of silly at times. And so that's where I tend to, to, I, for me, I I'm, I'm about the, I like, I love Marion. I love, um, Oakmont. Congressional. These, yeah. These classic kind of old school court Marion for me in 2013, the U S open there, I didn't go, but I thought it was awesome because it's a short course. It's a classic course and it does it it's just a it's just great like it 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 allows all types of um of 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 golfers to to be successful there and so i i think sometimes when you get the aaron hills type course or it's eight thousand yards you're just like well let's see who can hit it the farthest and that's going to be our u.s open and that just gets a little bit um gets a little bit silly for me so all that to say yeah i i think i would like to see um, I don't know about proven courses, but just I, I just like the classic courses um, that that a lot of majors and especially U.S. Opens are played on. The like where th- there's almost a, a a craftsmanship to the way you have to play your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, and and that's what that's what Marion was all about. It's short, but because of the angles, um, because of the way it's set up, you can't just hit it 9,000 yards and, and hit a sand wedge and make Eagle, you know, like you, you have to, you got to play the course and you see at those types of, and this is why Augusta is so great because it plays like that every year. And you see these just 
outrageous ball strikers win the golf tournament. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm in favor of more major courses at places like that. Okay, from Grant on Twitter, if the PGA moves to May, will that open the door for more southern courses? Oh, shout out Texas. Texas, Arizona, et cetera, to host too hot for U.S. Open or August event? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I don't think it's necessarily a too hot issue as, as much as it is maybe a too cold issue for – like if you play the PGA at uh, – at Baltusrol, like they did last year, and it was in May. It might—I I don't know the weather in Baltusrol in May, but it might be too cold. Mm. And especially if you go even further north than than New Jersey. Um, so yeah, that that would be that would be fun. What is your what, what's your opinion of moving the PGA to May? Would you like that? No, I I I understand the because if you move it to May, then it's it removes something that I've loved, which is just sort of the, the one, two punch of getting masters and and us open right there. And I, and I enjoy, uh, the long layoff and I really, really enjoy a lot of these tournaments in between them. I always have. I thought that like they take on some, some charm of their own. I think that, uh, you get to see, the introduction the casual golf fan gets introduced to the season in the masters and then it ramps up and then the united states national championship is next and i i dig that and i i think the pga would take on a new life in may and maybe that's something that the event organizers would like to do but as a fan i don't i don't mind having to wait until august for it i mean what what do you think I want it to move to May or even February because, and, and here's why, Jaime Diaz wrote about this uh, for Golf Digest, this month's Golf Digest, but if you move it to May, then all of a sudden you've got you got to move the players back to probably March, and so what that creates is you've got a, a huge tournament in every month. You've got players in March, Masters in April, PGA in May, uh, U.S. Open in June, uh the open, open, in cha- July. open championship yeah. in July, and then presumably, uh, he was talking about moving the tour championship maybe up to August before football, which I'm also a proponent of. Shorten the golf season, but either way, you've got tour championship in either August or September, and then you've got either Presidents Cup or Ryder Cup in October. So um, that creates this this sort of big event that you're building around in every single month from March on, and I, I think that's awesome because. It gets so bunched up at the end of the year. I mean, you look at last year, we had the Olympics, the U.S. Open, um, the British Open, and the PGA all within like 60 days. Yeah. And you're like, holy crap, this is done. we got to wait eight months until until the Masters. And it's just, um, I don't know, spread it out more. And I, I think I would like that a lot. Do you, where do you think the, like the current uh, group of golfers, you know, the, is the, P, where does the PGA Championship sit? Uh, in terms of how players consider it, and do you think that they will consider the championship differently if it's moved? Um, so I've got a take on this that I've that's been that I've been working that I've been crafting for a while. I I think the I think uh, people are going to disagree with this. I think the players' championship is a bigger deal than the PGA championship. Ooh. I don't I don't know how many golfers would agree. Actually, I talked to Justin Thomas about this one time. I said, "What?" I asked him, "What major would you?" Uh, if if not the Masters, what major would you want to win the second most? And he actually said maybe the PGA because his dad used to be a um, PGA of America, uh, a pro. Uh, yeah, a pro. 
Nice. And he thought that that would be kind of some cool symmetry there. Now, he's maybe the only golfer I've ever talked to that has said that. Uh, but I don't think that moving it to May would change um, their their perception of it. I think it is very much looked at as by far the, the fourth um, most important major. And I think a lot of guys uh, – uh, th- this – I think there are some guys that would that would maybe even rather win a players championship than a PGA. I mean, the players championship is the hardest one to win. You don't have the the club pros in it. Um, I think the course is just. I think the the Sawgrass course is awesome, which uh, adds uh, to it. The fact that it's there at that one spot and it is an incredible course. And it like it has a. You know, it it is not Augusta, but the same things that come into like the the best players in the world know the course, they know how they want to play it, they've got game plans going into it, and then you just let it rip for four days. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I mean, somebody just arbitrarily decided that these are the four majors, you know, sixty years ago, and so people assign this this. Uh, there's just such a stigma around. Oh, he's got, he's got a major. He won a PGA. And it's like, well, Ricky Fowler won a won a yeah. player. Yeah, I and think I think Ricky Fowler got major like cred when he won the players. I, and he I, should. Yeah, I, mean, it's, I, it's, I think it's that, a, that was it's like uh, that was the, whatever validation people have been waiting to put on Ricky Fowler. Uh, like especially after he went through that streak of finishing what no worse than like third or something in a couple straight majors. What was yeah, that? It was fifth? Yeah, fifth. Yeah. Then like he, when he, he was fifth in or he was top five in four straight. Yeah. Then he broke through and he broke through with just the sickest shots at the <laughs> sickest hole. Like when you come through like a champ like that, everyone's like, all right, listen, we know that that wasn't a major. But the stones that it took to step up and hit those shots in a tournament this big might as well have been. Yeah, I mean, look at the list of players' championship winners. Jack Nicholas won it three times. Fred Couples won it twice. Davis Love, Greg Norman, Nick Price, Justin Leonard, Hal Sutton twice, David Duvall, Tiger Woods twice, uh, Adam Scott, Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, Henrik Stenson, Martin Keimer, Ricky Fowler, Jason Day. That's a big boy tournament. Yeah. I mean, that's just and, – and granted, you could go through the PGA Championship and say a lot of the same things, but – I, I just I, I hate it that people get hung up on oh these are the four majors these are the only ones that matter when winning the Genesis Open at Riviera is a big deal winning the Pebble Beach Pro Am is a big deal and um, so yeah that's just I'm I'm gonna get off my soapbox now no 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 that's what this is for <laughs> Kyle this is it this is listen I I've been doing the college football podcast for like four or five years now it is a great place to craft some takes. Yeah, just just take them out of the oven, see if they're done. Yeah, stick a, you know, stick listen, a thermometer in there, and, see what's going on. And that's why your fans and our fans, and that's why people should listen to this podcast, is because you get to get in the workshop, you get to get to get in the kitchen, <laughs> see how these hot takes are cooked up, get some secret ingredients. My my friend Tron Carter, he's part of the No A and Up group, calls himself a take smith. <laughs> so like, he thinks that there should be like, like you have leather. Leather, I don't know if they're called leathersmiths, but blacksmiths yeah. and, and coppersmiths. You, you're, himself, you're, taking the, the you're taking the horseshoe and putting it in the fire to craft it <laughs> to the uh, thoroughbred's hoof. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. That's a nice Kentucky Derby reference for this weekend. Ricky Fowler's going to be there at the Derby. Ooh, timely. Um, Make sure you follow him on Twitter at KylePorterCBS. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. We'll be taking mailbag questions uh, all through the week or anytime you want to add something to the pod. Just jump in, slide up in there to our mentions and let us know. Make sure that you subscribe on iTunes. We do have that iTunes feed, and uh, and that way you can get the episodes first. Uh, Kyle, thanks so much, man. That was fun. Absolutely. Enjoy the uh, the A word at Eagle Point, and it uh, should be a fun tournament. 